transition just a little bit. We're going to talk about baptism and why baptism is so important. And so um, this is really key, all right? Baptism is a huge part of following Christ. Okay, let me, let me reiterate that again. Baptism is a huge part of following Christ. You may ask yourself the question, why? Why is it such a huge part, okay? So I want to uh, try to break this down for you. Baptism, in a sense, in its basis form, is an identification with someone or something. Okay? So I'm identifying with someone or something. I want to show you just a couple verses here. Acts chapter 19 and verse 5. Okay? I want you to see who they're identifying with, with. When they heard this, they were baptized, watch this, in the name of the Lord Jesus. Okay? So they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Okay? Let me show you another verse. It is 1 Corinthians chapter 1 and verse 13. The Bible says this. Is Christ divided? Was Paul crucified for you? Or were ye baptized in the name of Paul? Okay, so again, this is important because they were all arguing as to who they were baptized by and why they were baptized. And I'm a follower of Paul and I'm a follower of Apollos and all these different things were going on. And it was, they were identifying with a certain person. And Paul's like, oh, no, 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 no. Who were you baptized in the name of? Were you baptized in the name of Paul? Is, is Christ divided? Is, is, is Apollos more important than Paul? No, none of us are important. It is God, it is Jesus Christ who's the important one. And so baptism is an identification. It is a, I am identifying, I am aligning with a certain person or a certain thing. Okay, obviously in our context we are not identifying or aligning with Bible Baptist Church. Let me make that very clear. Okay, if you are baptized by Bible Baptist Church, you are not identifying with Bible Baptist Church. You are identifying with Jesus Christ. And so this is not about the church per se. This is about identifying with Jesus Christ. It declares, I am a follower of Jesus Christ. That's what it's declaring. You're pointing that out, okay? So let's go to Romans chapter 6. This is probably the, one of the reasons that we will see, uh, we won't take a ton of time today, but there's a bunch of, of times in the Bible where it talks about baptism. This is one of the places where it gives us the reason why we're baptized. So Romans chapter 6 and verse 3. Okay, the Bible says, Know ye not... That so many of us as were baptized, watch this, into Jesus Christ, were baptized into his death. Okay, now that sounds wonderful, doesn't it? Well, I'm baptized, but I'm baptized into someone's death. But look at this, it says, therefore we are buried with him by baptism into death. That like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. Okay, so this helps us understand what this is all talking about. Okay, baptism is an identification with Jesus Christ. Okay, so as many of us as were baptized into Jesus Christ, okay, and it's done in the likeness of his death baptized into Jesus Christ, were baptized into his death. It was done in the likeness 
of his death. Okay? It was done in the likeness of his death. It was done in the likeness of his burial. It was done in the likeness of his resurrection. Okay? Baptism follows salvation. Baptism follows salvation. So I want you to see this. When we accept Jesus Christ as our personal Savior, that is an inward change. Or at least it should be an inward change. Okay? It's something that happens inwardly. And so what happens is if we are going to identify with Christ, we must do something to identify with him. Okay? Just to give you an example. Now these are not equated. They often get equated, but they are not equated. Okay? When, there was, when Noah came out of the ark, God gave a sign. And that sign was a rainbow. That was a physical representation of a promise that God had given to Noah. Okay, let's move on. There's this man by the name of Abraham. Abraham enters into a covenant relationship with God. And in that covenant relationship with God, God says, here's what I want you to do in order to prove that you are in this relationship. I want you, every male at eight days old to be circumcised. That was the proof that they were the followers of God. They were the children of God. So that's just a, a picture of what baptism is. Baptism does not make you a child of God. Baptism just lets everybody know that you are a child of God. And it's done in his likeness. Therefore, we are buried with him by baptism into what? Into death. That like as Christ was raised up from the dead, so even so we also, oh excuse me, by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. So picture Jesus Christ on the cross, dying, dead, then what is he? He's buried, three days later he rises again. So in baptism, that is exactly what we picture. We picture the death the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. It's simply a picture, an identification. But baptism always follows salvation. You again may ask, why is that important? Salvation is a belief that Jesus Christ died, was buried, and rose again for our sins. Why did he do that? He did that for my sins. My sins must bring death, and Jesus died. Because he died, he was then buried. He spent three days and three nights in the heart of the earth, and the Bible says that he conquered death and hell and rose again, leaving our sins buried in hell. So that's what salvation is. That's how I know Jesus Christ John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Okay, so salvation comes from belief. So baptism must follow salvation. Why? Because if baptism pictures the death, burial, and resurrection, and I do not believe in the death, burial, and resurrection, why am I getting baptized? 
I'm getting baptized because I am picturing that. I am pointing that out. I am showing it. Let's go to Acts chapter 8. We read a little bit through this last week. Acts chapter 8. Start with me in verse 12. There are more, multiple examples of this. But Acts chapter 8, verse 12. The Bible says this, But when they believed Philip, preaching the things concerning the kingdom of God, and, notice, the name of Jesus Christ. So they believed in the name of Jesus Christ. What were they? They were baptized. Both men and women. Okay, do you get that? They believed and then were baptized, and Simon himself believed also. And when he was baptized, he believed and was baptized. He continued with Philip and wondered, beholding the miracles and signs which were done. Okay, so always happens all the time. Believe, baptize. Believe, baptize. Now let's continue down in chapter 8. We're going to see another story with Philip and a man that we know as the Ethiopian eunuch. I want you to read verse 35. Okay, so Philip opened his mouth and began at the same scripture and preached unto him Jesus. So the Ethiopian eunuch is heading back to Ethiopia. He is um, in a chariot and Philip catches up and, and sits in this chariot with this guy. And he begins to teach um, this eunuch about Jesus Christ. The eunuch happened to be reading the Bible in Isaiah 53. And Ethiopian eunuch says, hey, is this about the writer or is it about some other man? Philip says, this is about Jesus Christ and he teaches unto him Jesus Christ. But I want you to notice verse 36. And as they went on their way, they came unto a certain water. And the eunuch said, see, here is water. What doth hinder me to be baptized? Okay, so here's water. I want to get baptized. I want to identify with Christ. What does Philip say? Verse 37. Philip said, If thou believest with all thine heart, thou mayest. And he answered and said, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. Hey guys, this is so, so important because there will be a lot of different people, a lot of different religions that will tell us that you can get baptized whenever you want. You can get baptized as an infant, you can get baptized uh, 16 years old, 28 years old, doesn't matter, but just get baptized, just identify with Christ. Listen, that, I'm sorry, but you must believe in Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior first, because this is a picture of what Jesus Christ has done for you. So it should never come before, it should always come after. Baptism must follow believing so hopefully we know by now, again, I'm trying to be quick and maybe have lots of questions, but baptism must follow believing, so hopefully by now you understand why we are to be baptized. The question then is, how? How are we to be baptized? There's a lot of different methods of baptism, um, but there's only one biblical method, okay? Um, and uh, in fact, I'll go as far to say as Methods of baptism is, not even, is an oxymoron. Okay? This is why I say that. The word baptize from Strong's Dictionary means this. To whelm. To cover wholly with fluid. To make fully wet. To dip. 
That's what the word means. Okay, there will be people who tell you that they were baptized because they got water sprinkled on them. Okay? To whelm, to cover wholly with a fluid, to make fully wet, to dip. That, again, that just is not baptism. You, again, well, I, I, had, I was poured upon. Again, that's not baptism because that's not dipping. That's not fully, completely immersed in a liquid. It's just the definition of the word. So this is exemplified actually in this story in Acts chapter 8. Continue reading with me. And he commanded the chariot to stand still. Watch what they do. And they went down both into the water, both Philip and the eunuch, and he baptized him. And when they were, watch this, come up out of the water, the Spirit of the Lord caught away Philip that the eunuch saw him no more, and he went on his way rejoicing. So listen, they physically went down into the water and was baptized. Again, why not grab a cup and just sprinkle a little bit on top? No, both of them went down into the water. And there's many, many more examples that we could give here. But baptism means to be completely and wholly covered with a fluid. This is the same likeness as Jesus went down into the earth and came up out of the earth. Now, I have had the opportunity to go to Israel, and I've seen the tomb that is what Jesus Christ laid in. First of all, he's not there, which we're grateful for. Second of all, it is completely underground. Completely underground. So Jesus went into the earth, and the Bible says that he was three days and three nights in the belly of the earth. He didn't have a little dirt sprinkled on top of him. He didn't, I, 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 I feel like this is almost silly. But this is in the likeness of what Jesus Christ has done for us. And so if we're going to be like Christ, we must be like Christ. We're buried, completely immersed, raised again to walk in newness of life. It's all a picture a physical representation of our spiritual change. A physical representation of our spiritual change. I want you to see um, Romans chapter 6 and verse 4 again. Sorry, I'm making you turn a bunch. Romans 6 and verse 4. The Bible says this, Therefore we are buried with him by baptism into death, that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, watch this, even so we should also should walk in newness of life. Even so we also should walk in newness of life. This is so important. Baptism does not give us newness of life. Let me say that one more time, okay? Baptism does not give us newness of life. What gives us eternal life is the belief in Jesus Christ. That's what gives us eternal life. But baptism does not give us. But however, it is an opportunity for us to start enacting that newness of life. Watch what the Bible says. Even so, we also should walk. Walk. Start putting some action to your belief. 
Start putting some action to your belief. If I say, hey, I'm going over there, and I just stand here, everybody's like, all right, when are you going to go? Until I start taking steps toward that, nobody's going to believe me that I'm going that way. So if I'm aligning myself with Jesus Christ and I'm saying I'm walking that way with him, but I never take a step in that direction, am I really? Again, you may be. You may have full intentions on going. You may have full intentions on knowing Jesus Christ. You may have accepted Jesus Christ. But the point is you're to let your light so shine before men that they may what? See your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. So baptism, if you will, is the is a opportunity to start enacting this newness of life. It is the beginning of physically acting out the change that Jesus has made. It's in some way an easy entrance into beginning to let that light so shine. It's the beginning of a new life of pointing people to Christ. Before Jesus Christ, who did we point people to? Usually ourselves. Look what I can do or look at what this guy has done. But now I've changed. I've got a new life and I'm going to start pointing people to Jesus Christ. And baptism is simply the first opportunity to do that. It's the first step in doing that. And so this is why it's so important is why it's so huge and here's what happens if i can't take this step again really not that hard right you you just have to stand up say a few words and the pastor does the rest you get wet again i'm not trying to diminish it but it's not that hard if i can't do this what else am i not going to do the Bible tells me that if I look upon a woman to lust after her, I've committed adultery already in my heart. Well, it doesn't really mean that. I just dismiss it away. Because it's not really what God said. It's not really what God wants. And if I'm going to align myself with Jesus Christ, and I need to do everything he says, and this is just that first opportunity. First opportunity to start enacting that out. Baptism is a beautiful picture of an inward change that Jesus Christ has done for us. And I'm looking forward to seeing three people take this next step in their walk with Jesus Christ. So at this time, I'm going to ask Daniel Cress if he'd come up. I want to ask Daniel a couple questions. He's got his paper ready. Are you ready? Do you want to just talk? Or do you want me to ask you a question? All right. You nervous? <laughs> All right. Daniel, when did you get saved? Uh, it was June the 4th, 2019. All right. And do you remember who led you to Jesus? My grandpa. Yeah. And do you know where? Uh, up, up front. Yeah. Right up here, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, we're having a missions conference. And Daniel came forward, and his grandpa was able to lead him to Christ. All right? Very good. All right. Anything, anything else you want to say? No. No? All right.
Daniel's going to get baptized today, and we're very excited about that. All right, I've asked uh, Peter Dyke to come as well, and he's got uh, his testimony that he's going to read for us today. He's not nervous at all. <laughs> he's less nervous than Daniel is. First off, I'd like to thank Pastor Yeomans for this opportunity to stand up here and do exactly what I <laughs> truly love doing. <laughs> when you're blessed with a uh, face for radio and a voice for print, this is the one thing you really want to do. So thank you. I thank you. I had actually found Jesus back in my mid to late twenties, and I decided to carry. I decided to get baptized to show others my decision to follow Jesus in His teachings. However, at the time, I had merely been poured or sprinkled with water, and I had thought, I thought nothing, nothing much of it at the time. Coming here, though, I had noticed how Pastor had kept uh, mentioning how important it was to be baptized by submersion for communion especially. So I decided to do my own homework on the matter and came to find nothing supporting sprinkling or pouring. I'd even talked to a few trusted friends and God-fearing men on the matter, including Bruce Holmes. <laughs> so now... Years later, I'm here to finish what I started. Thank you. Thank you very much. Excellent. I'm excited. Um, I had one quick conversation with Peter, and then we had another very vague, small conversation about baptism. And finally, he called me and said, hey, I really want to just sit down and actually have a conversation. So I said, great. So I went over to their house and he's like, I basically know what I have to do. He's like, I just want to just talk through a few things. And he had done all his study. He had done it himself. To which, again, I'm very thankful. Because it's, he's not doing this for me. He's not doing this for his in-laws or his wife. He's doing this because he believes this is what the Bible says. And so I think that's huge. That's a big, big thing. So we're very privileged to be able to baptize today. So I'm going to dismiss those who need to get baptized. Carly Thomas is going to get baptized as well. I'm going to dismiss you guys now to go get changed. And um, we're going we're gonna to baptize. So if, again, you've not been a part of this, uh, we want you to stick around. We want you to see what uh, this is all about and how it's going to go down. And um, again, just have that public testimony. So unfortunately, we don't have a baptist baptistry here in, in this building, it's next door. Uh, we're thinking about doing something so that everybody can see it. Uh, we'll let you know how we get on those things. But uh, just an awesome opportunity. So we want you to come next door and just uh, witness these baptisms and their identification with Jesus Christ. Let's pray, and then we'll be dismissed. Father, thank you so much for this day. Thank you so much for this opportunity. Father, I'm so grateful for these three who have decided that they want to identify with Jesus Christ in a public way. And so, Father, I pray that you'd bless them immensely for that. And, Father, this would just be the beginning of a long, 
life lived for Jesus Christ, especially these children. Father, so grateful that at such a young age they're deciding to do this, and uh, I'm just so grateful. And Father, I know there are some here today that haven't been baptized. I pray that you would um, just continue to help them to think about these things. And even some children, Father, that need to know for sure. And I pray that you would work through them as well. Thank you so much for all you do for us. And we pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen.